Good afternoon. Greetings to you. It is an absolute pleasure that I can be here on this platform this afternoon to teach, to share, to preach the Word of God. And I am happy, I am ready, and I am going to deliver the Word that God has given me for you this day. Hallelujah. Um, I want, if you can, and you are watching right now live, invite someone, share the link and let someone else know that the pastor is on live and he is about to share the word of God. Praise be to God. Now, before I give you the title of the message, as well as the scripture um, that we are going to use for the word today, I first want us to pray. Okay? Um, it is important that we should always pray. Hallelujah. And the prayer that I'm going to lead you into this moment is as follows. Lord, help me that I may be ready when your vintage time arrives in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, help me that I may be ready when your vintage time arrives in my life. Just pray that prayer with me. Father, in the mighty name of your son, Christ Jesus, we come before you this moment. We understand and we know that you are the ever-present God. We know that you are God who does not change. We know you are God who remains true to your word. We know you are a just God. We know you are a kind God. We know you are a loving God. And we know you are a God of peace. You are a God of order. You are a God of grace. You are a God of favor. You are a God of justice. And in this moment, oh Father, we come before you with a specific prayer request. And that is, may you help us, oh Father, that we should be ready when your vintage time arrives upon our lives. Yes, my Lord God, you are going to teach us today. But before we get to the teaching, we just want the Holy Spirit to help us, to guide us, to support us that we should be prepared for the vintage time that, Father, you are preparing for each one of us in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, June is on its way. In fact, it has gone by and now we are looking at July. And June may have not been the vintage month for us. The beginning of the year may have not been the vintage time for us. The first half of 2022 may have not been the vintage period for us. And so we are asking that, Lord, as we are in July and continuing, let this be the vintage time for God upon our life in the mighty name of Jesus. The time that we are going to smile, the time that we are going to celebrate, the time that we are going to rejoice, the time that we are going to find the peace, the, find, the time that we are going to find the comfort. The time where we are going to find a breakthrough. The time for our promotion. The time for our healing. The time for our favor. The time for our grace. The time where we are going to be promoted. The time where we are going to be employed. The time where we are going to be transformed. The time where we are going to change for the better and the best. The time where we are going to seek more of your presence. The time where we are going to desire more of you, Father, in our lives. The time where we are going to have a hunger and a desire for prayer. In the mighty name of Jesus. 
And Lord, I commit your son and your daughter that is listening and watching, oh Father, that God, may you touch them this moment in the mighty name of Jesus. As they listen to this word, as they listen to the message, as we read the scripture, I pray that Holy Spirit guide them in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we give you praise and we give you honor. I declare that there is nothing, Father, that will disturb them from receiving the truth. There is nothing that will disturb them from receiving the truth over their destiny, over their future, in the mighty name of Jesus. That this word, let it be the key they need to unlock all the locks that were closed over their life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Alright, so that's a prayer I wanted us to share. And um, I want us to quickly dive into the word of God so I can teach and share what God has placed upon my heart specifically for you. Now, the title of the message that I have for you today is God's Vintage Time. God's Vintage Time. God's Vintage Time. Now that you are an eyewitness of God's goodness, shift your focus on God's vintage time. The last time I was out, the last time I was on this platform, the last time I was sharing the word, the last time I was speaking to you about the word of God, I was talking about God's goodness, that you are an eyewitness of God's goodness, an eyewitness of God's goodness over your family, your career, your life, your marriage, and every other area of your life. And what I'm saying today is, uh, now that you are an eyewitness of the goodness of God, now that you have begun to witness the greatness of God, now that you are alert to the greatness of God, we want to then to shift our focus to God's vintage time. God wants, that now that he has taught us, that we are eyewitnesses of his goodness, that we should desire to be eyewitnesses of his goodness. He now wants to shift our attention to what he is calling his vintage time. Hallelujah. He is bringing a word, a message to us where he is saying there is what is known as a vintage time before God. And let's go to the book of Mark chapter 12. Let's open our Bibles from the book of Mark chapter 12 and uh, we'll be reading verses 1 and 2 just two verses Mark chapter 12 verses 1 and 2 Mark chapter 12 verse 1 and 2 hallelujah and listen now the word vintage that we are looking at for the context or within the context of this message is choice in other words God's choice time Another word is God's high-quality time. That there is a time known as high-quality before God. There is a time known as choice before God. And the third word that you can use is prime. Now, this is God's prime time. Mike, I, I like the third one. God's prime time. You see, in industry, when you speak of prime time, all right, it is time that is um, expensive. Time that is of a high degree. Time that is of a high caliber. Time that everyone wants. Time where the attention is on whatever is taking place. If you are talking about television, prime time refers to the time where people are watching. 
where you have got almost the majority of the viewers glued to their television screen watching. That's prime time. It is a time that is very expensive. It is a time that is very unique. It is a time that is sought after by many. It is a time that is difficult to find. It is a time that is difficult to be in. It is a time that when you are a part of, you need to be grateful because this time is so unique. Hallelujah. God's prime time. So we want to talk about the prime time of God over your life. The prime time of God over your family. The prime time of God over your future your destiny, your academics, your health, the prime time over your spiritual life, the prime time of God over all areas of your life. Hallelujah. Mark chapter 12, let's read verses 1. Um, the Bible reads, Then he began to speak to them in parables. A man planted a vineyard and set a hedge around it, dug a place for the wine vat and built a tower. And he leased it to the vine dressers and went into a far country. Verse 2. Now at vintage time, my, my, this is that moment I like. This is that moment I treasure. Where if you are reading a hard copy version of the Bible, please mark verse number 2 at the beginning where it says vintage time. Now at vintage time. And um, I'm reading the New King James Version, all right? So you may be reading a different version, but I want you to focus on this word, vintage time, all right? And if you are reading a, a, an electronic Bible, highlight that word. Let me continue. Now, at vintage time, he sent a servant to the vine dressers that he might receive some of the fruit of the vineyard from the vine dressers. Let me pray. Jehovah, God the Creator, the Father, the beginning and the end, the first and the last, the awesome one, the unique and only one. We have read your word from the book of Mark. And as we have read your word, Lord, we are focusing on this message that you have delivered, you have given me, which is called God's vintage time. And this is the word that I'm going to teach your people, Father, and this scripture is a scripture that we are using, my God, to deliver this word. And I ask you that, Father, as I continue to teach what you have given, Holy Spirit, continue helping me that I may deliver without holding back in the mighty name of Jesus. And also, Holy Spirit, help every listener that they be attentive to your word. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Now listen, we are talking about God's vintage time, all right? And we have read the book of Mark chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. And what I am saying is that this is God's prime time over your life. And what you find is that in verse number 1 of Mark chapter 12, Jesus is speaking to the disciples. In Mark chapter 12, verse 1, Jesus is teaching a parable. Because he didn't just speak mere words to the listeners. He didn't just speak mere words to those who were around him. But he made sure that each time he taught, he used parables, he used stories, he used certain um, scenarios that people could gain a better understanding. Jesus was using what the teachers have adopted today, that sometimes they don't just give the concepts for people to understand, but they use simpler ways, simpler methods, so that people can understand what they are talking about. Hallelujah. So he gave here a parable. And he said to them, there was a man who planted a vineyard 
and he set a hedge around it. So this man planted a vineyard that he liked, that he wanted, that he had a purpose for. And after he planted, he took the time, I believe, to prepare his land, prepare the garden, and then he took the seed and planted the vineyard, prepared everything that needed to be there. And if that was not enough, the word of God says he planted a hedge around his vineyard. So he placed a form of protection, a barrier around his vineyard. He valued the vineyard so much that he could not leave it open. He thought and felt within himself that he needed to protect his vineyard, his belonging. Hallelujah. And the word of God says, Jesus continued to speak. He says he dug a place for the wine and build water, a vat and build a tower. So a vat is the same as a barrel. All right, so it's a wooden, uh, it's a wooden barrel, a wooden container in which they store water or wine. And the Bible says he, he this vine, uh, the, the vineyard that was planted by this owner, Hallelujah, the owner prepared beforehand that a time for harvest will come, a time for preparation. Yes, has gone by, but a moment is going to come where I need somewhere to put what I'm going to get from my field. And on top of that, the Bible says he also built a tower so that he could put people to watch or to look over his vineyard. So what I'm saying is Jesus is telling a parable. He's giving a story about something precious that belonged to an owner. And let's carry on reading. We are getting somewhere. And the Bible further says that he leased it to the vine dresser. So after the owner prepared everything, after the owner went through the process, after the owner went through the trouble, after the owner went through the season or the period of preparation, after he went through a period or a season of inquiry, after he went through a phase or a period of asking around, of research, of finding out, the Bible says he then prepared it and after he had prepared it and he felt it was good enough, he leased it to other people so they could use it. Hallelujah. Now listen, the purpose is, the Bible says he leased it out so that he could gain a profit out of that land. Now verse number two, he says, now at vintage time, he sent a servant to the vine dressers. Now listen, you have got an owner of a land and this owner has done everything to prepare the land as well as to plant what he wanted to be on the land. And he says, well, I'm not going to be the one that is going to be continuing working on this land. I'm going to go far, but I don't want just to leave my land without giving me any profit. I am going to lease it out so that those who are going to use it, they'll get benefits, but I will also benefit from it. And when he went out, what's fascinating is verse number two, where he is now saying, at a time known as a vintage time, at a season called vintage at a phase called vintage, the owner said it is now the right moment for me to send my, my workers to go and collect what is mine. It is now the right moment for me to enjoy the fruits of my labor. It is now the right moment for me to enjoy my hard work. It is now the right moment for me to enjoy my sleepless nights. It is now the right moment for me to enjoy all the sweat, all the heartache that I went through. It is now the right moment for me to endure. You see, this is like a woman that has been pregnant for nine months. 
And after delivering the child, after raising the child, the mother is looking forward to a moment where she can enjoy her children. She's looking forward to a moment where she can enjoy the child. She's looking forward to a moment where she can tell this child, do this for me, do that for me. And this child can bring happiness to the mother. Praise the Lord. This is like someone that has worked hard for themselves to, to get a university qualification or a college qualification. And after getting this qualification, what do they do? They are looking forward to enjoy the fruits of their hard work. They want to earn money. They want to earn a salary. They want to earn a living using this degree that they worked hard for. So this owner of this vineyard did the same. But he did not just send people to collect at any time, any other time, no. But the Bible says he waited for what is called the vintage time. He waited for what is called the prime time. He did his assessment. He did his calculation. He did his inquiry. And he knew that the right moment for me to send people to collect what is mine is not just any other day. It is not just any other moment. It is not just any other month. But it has to be a vintage time so that there will be no excuse. You see, if you try to get a job before you get your qualification, you might not get the job. In fact, you won't get the job of your dreams. Praise the Lord. But when you have first acquired your qualification, that's when you are eligible to get a job of your dreams based on your qualification. You cannot start enjoying marriage when you're not yet married. That is premature. But only when you are in marriage, that's when you start to enjoy the, the, the blessings of a marriage. Why? That's the vintage time of a marriage. You cannot enjoy the, the, the benefits of a business that is doing well if you haven't put in the work. You first have to put in the hard work. And then when the vintage time comes, you begin to enjoy the benefits of your business. Hallelujah. You cannot enjoy your life as an artist. You cannot enjoy your life as, as, as an actor or an actress before you put in the work. You first put in the work. You spend the hours. You go around and you act. You give it your best. And afterward, people start to appreciate you. Hallelujah. That's when you gain recognition. Why? The vintage time has arrived. The challenge or the trouble that we have today is that people want to enjoy before the vintage time. People want to celebrate before the prime time. People want the fruits before the prime time. You plant a seed today and you want the fruit tomorrow. How does that work? Praise the Lord. You want everything to happen today. You want everything to happen now. But I am here to say to you that Jesus was saying here that there is a prime time. There is a choice time. There is a high quality time. There is a vintage time. When the vintage time comes, that's when you can start to enjoy. You cannot celebrate before the vintage time. If you are a team, you cannot celebrate a championship before being awarded the championship. You first have to accomplish it. You first have to finish. You have to face every opponent. You have to achieve points higher than everyone. That's when you can start to celebrate when the competition is over. You cannot celebrate after the first match. That is premature. Hallelujah. You have to wait for the vintage time for you to celebrate the benefits of the fruits. If, imagine, I'll give you an example, right? Politics. Most of you are familiar with politics, if not everyone. Now, in politics, you have got two candidates, 
right, that are going head to head. Yes, you can have more, but there are mainly two that are head to head. They are close. And these two, as they are busy competing, you cannot start celebrating that you have won before the final counting of the votes. The votes have to be counted and they have to be verified that these calculations are correct and final. Then you can start celebrating after your name has been announced. If you celebrate before the announcement, that is a premature celebration. That's where people get a heartache. Why? Because you find out that you have not won and then there is disappointment. Why? It is not yet the vintage time. Praise the Lord. So you have to be alert. This is why God is saying to us that after you have realized that you are now an eyewitness of God's goodness, an eyewitness of favor, an eyewitness of a miracle, an eyewitness of grace, an eyewitness of open doors, an eyewitness of increase, an eyewitness of, of good things over your life. Now you are shifting your attention to the vintage time. You are saying, God, from January... I have been doing my best. From January, I have been kind. From January, I have been praying. From January, I have been doing you know, what is expected of me in my career. From January, I have been studying. From January, I have been going out of my way to do my best. From January, I have been waking up early in the morning so I can be at my place of business. From January, I have been ensuring that I send my kids to school. From January, January, I have been helping them with their homework. I have been attending their, you know, uh, their, their um, um, activities. I have been doing my best to be a good mother. I have been doing my best to be a good father. I have been doing my best to be a good husband, a good wife. I have been doing my best to be a good servant of God. I have been doing my best to be a good neighbor, a good citizen. Now, Lord, I am waiting for the vintage time. Hallelujah. So you are now standing. You have got a right case before. God. You have got a right maliba. You can go before the Father and present the facts and say, Jehovah, here is my case. You can see, Lord, that every month I have been doing right. I have been faithful. I have been, you know, a kind. I have been doing ABC. Now, my Father, I am waiting for the vintage time for my celebration. I am waiting for the vintage time for my white wedding if that's what you want. I have been waiting for my vintage time for my healing. I am waiting for a report from the doctor that says I am no longer sick. Why? Because I have done what I should have done. Now your vintage time must show up. Lord, I have been patient. People were laughing at me. People were mocking me. People were pointing fingers. But now, my father, I know there is a vintage time ahead. I will not give up today. I will not quit today. I will not stop today because I know there is a vintage time that is around the corner. Father, I will stand more. I'll watch more. I'll pray more. I'll, I'll, I'll do more, my God, because I know my vintage time is around the corner. My prime time is about to show up. Hallelujah. You have to understand that when you have the knowledge, when you have the revelation that there is a prime time for God, there is a vintage time for God, then you're not worried about what they say about you. You're not worried about what they say uh, concerning your family. You're not worried what they say about your children. You are not worried what they say about your siblings. You are not worried about who, who and what is happening because you understand that there is a vintage time and when it shows up, when the vintage time comes, I am going to celebrate. I am going to smile also. I am going to laugh also. Hallelujah. 
Listen. Oh my, my, my. This was not intent. It was not intent. It was not a plan and I didn't even write it. But now it's only coming from the Lord that I share this with you, right? Um, my, my, my wife and I, right? Um, we wanted a child for so long, okay? And um, it didn't come according to our time. Hallelujah. But one thing that God kept reminding us was that it was going to happen. He did this through different people. He did this even to us. There have been dreams. There has been different confirmations. But one thing that uh, we did was to remain trusting him. Hallelujah. But because it was not yet the vintage time, it was not yet the prime time, it was not yet the choice time, it was not yet the high quality time, it didn't happen Lord, when we wanted it. But when the vintage time came last year, we couldn't even hold it. Nobody could even predict that it was going to be that moment. But because God had intended that the prime time is going to come, he knew that the right moment is going to arrive. He then did it in his high quality time. So what am I saying? I'm encouraging you that you have to understand that yes, it can be depressing. Yes, it can be lonely. Yes, it can be difficult. Yes, it can be embarrassing. Yes, it can be something that no, uh, you know, is of shame. People are shaming you. People can be laughing about you, uh, are laughing at you. When you step outside of the house, fingers are pointing at you. When you try walk outside, you can hear people talk about you. When you try go to your friends, you hear that someone was. Talking talking about you. Stories are being cooked moment after moment about you. But when you understand that there is a time that is called the vintage time for God for you, then you are not shaken. Hallelujah. When you come from hearing the bad news, you come in your house and you say, Father, thank you, because there is a vintage time for my life. When you come where you have been embarrassed, you return in the house and you say, Father, thank you, because I know there is a choice time coming. When you are coming from a place where they may have demoted you, where they may have said you are not important, where they may have said you are not desired, you are not needed, where they may have fired you, where they may have said, listen, there is no one who wants to associate with you when you return home you get down on your knees and you say father it is okay because i know that there is a prime time for my life and i am holding on oh god waiting for the prime time waiting for the vintage time hallelujah this this vine dresser this vine owner hallelujah this owner of this land is god himself praise the lord so jesus was giving here a parable about the father because God is the one that prepared everything. He prepared the land and God was resting, my father. In Genesis, when you read the book of Genesis, the Bible says God took seven days, hallelujah, six days creating heaven and earth. And he spoke man. And on the seventh day, the Bible says God rested, hallelujah. So here Jesus is saying that after the father had done everything, after God had done everything, he rested. And as he was resting, he was waiting for the benefit of creation. He was waiting for the benefit of mankind. He was waiting for the benefit of all the effort that he had put in the universe. Hallelujah. And as he was waiting, the Bible says he sent. Now, this you find only from verse number three going onwards. I'll give you an assignment. All right. Find the time and read Mark chapter 12, verse 1. Continue. Read the entire chapter. Because after verse 2, which is where we have read, you discover that the owner of the land sent different people. He sent workers. 
Hallelujah. So that they could get the benefits. And the Bible says that when these vine dressers saw that the you know, workers were sent, they were stoning them. They were chasing them away. And then the, you know, the vine dresser decided to say, okay, now I need to send my son. Perhaps they are going to listen to my son. They are going to give my son what is due. And instead of giving the son what is due, the vine dresser said, this is a son. If we kill him, we are going to inherit. And that's exactly what happened to Jesus. But that could not stop the promise. Hallelujah. Because God is just. So nobody can kill your dream. Nobody can kill your purpose. Nobody can kill your destiny except you. Oh my, that's a revelation. No one can kill your destiny. No one can kill your dream. No one can kill your purpose except you. You are the one who can kill your own future. You are the one who can stop your own progress. And you are the one who can also move forward. If you decide and make up your mind that, Father, I am going to make it, I am going to stand, God then is ready to help you. God is ready to lift you. God is ready to move you forward. Hallelujah. Now listen, the question is simple. When God's vintage time arrives, are you going to be ready? Hallelujah. Because you see, the vintage time, the prime time, the choice time, hallelujah, the high quality time of God does not arrive to anyone that is not ready. When it arrives, you have to be ready. That's why in the prayer, my God, you see the connection. The prayer that we prayed or we offered to God at the start of this teaching, we said, God, help us to be ready. That's the reason that you have to be prepared because when the vintage time comes, you must be ready. Look at um, Genesis chapter 8, and then we pray. Genesis chapter 8, verse 1. Open your Bible from the book of Genesis chapter 8, verse 1. I am talking about God's vintage time. God's choice time. God's high quality time. God's prime time. Genesis chapter 8, look at verse 1. But God remembered Noah and all the wild animals and livestock with him in the boat. He sent a wind to blow across the earth, and the flood waters began to recede. Now, I want you to look at the word that it says, remembered. Hallelujah. My version, I'm reading the New Living Translation of the Bible. It says, God remembered Noah. Meaning there was a vintage time for God, which was specifically for Noah. There was God's choice time for Noah. There was God's quality time for Noah. There was God's uh, uh, high quality time for Noah. And when this time came, nothing could hold God from showing up. Nothing could hold God from remembering Noah. Nothing could hold God from blessing Noah. Nothing could hold God from changing what had happened. Hallelujah. From removing the flood. And the Bible says when God remembered Noah and all the livestock with the wild animals. The Bible says he sent a wind, my God. So when God remembers, he doesn't keep quiet. When God remembers, he doesn't keep silent. When God remembers, he acts. 
acts. When God remembers, he moves. When God remembers, he lifts his hand. When God remembers, he restores. When God remembers, he blesses. When God remembers, he anoints. When God remembers, he heals. When God remembers, he elevates. When God remembers, he washes. When God remembers, when God remembers you, your situation is bound to change. When God remembers you, your future is about to change. When God remembers you, your family is about to be uplifted. When God remembers you, my leader, your destiny takes shape. When God remembers you, you see the light at the end of the tunnel. When God remembers you, you find favor with men. When God remembers you, you are promoted. When God remembers you, your bosses recognize your hard work. When God remembers you, society sees who you are. When God remembers you, your own people, they say we remember her, we remember him. When God remembers you, my God, your story is meaningful. When God remembers you, your name is relevant. When God remembers you, you have a voice in the society. When God remembers you, you become an important somebody. When God remembers you, the beauty on your face is shown. You are radiant, you are glowing. When God remembers you, the way you speak changes. When God remembers you, the way you walk changes. When God remembers you, your attitude changes. When God remembers you, everything is just different. People look at you and they say, my sister, what has happened with you? When God remembers you, people say, my brother, are you the same man? When God remembers you, people say, oh, is this the same family? When God remembers you, people say, is this the same couple? When people, when God remembers you, people ask questions. What has happened to your children? What has happened to your sister? What has happened to your uncle? What has happened to your aunt? We have heard what has happened with your grandmother because God has remembered you. People say, were you not struggling for a mortgage? Were you not struggling for employment? Were you not struggling with you not understanding? Were you not struggling with a course? Were you not struggling with education? Were you not struggling with a business? But because God has remembered you, everything changes. They ask questions. Were you not struggling with the prayer? Were you not struggling understanding the word of God? Were you not, you know, I believe, but because God has remembered you, everybody talks about you. Everybody asks for you. Everybody wants to be a part of you. Everyone wants to be connected or associated with you. Everyone wants to be your friend. You get friend requests on every platform. You get phone calls you didn't expect. You get messages you didn't expect. You get emails you didn't expect. Why? Because God has remembered you. Hallelujah. So God's vintage time is God's time to remember. God's choice time is time to be remembered. God's high quality time is a time to be remembered. God's um, prime time is a time for you to be remembered. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, my libalita. God's vintage time. Today, I want to give you an assignment that when you are praying, let God know that, Father, I am aware of your vintage time for my life. Let him know that I am aware of your high-quality time for my family. Let him know that I know, God, there is a, a prime time that you have for my children. 
When you are praying, let him know that, Father, I have been told that there is a prime time for my future, for my destiny, for my career, for my health. Let him know that, Lord, I may be shedding tears now, but I know there is a vintage time where you are going to remember me. Let him know that right now I may be unimportant, but there is a vintage time where I am going to be celebrated. Let him know that, Father, I have the knowledge and the revelation, my leader, that there is a vintage time, my God, where everything is bound to change. Let him know that there is a vintage time where my name will be remembered. Now I may be forgotten. Now I may not be mentioned. Now nobody might have my phone number. Now nobody might have my email address. Now no one wants to even know who I am. But I know there is a vintage time that the people will be asking around, can we have her phone number? Can we have his phone number? Can we have their contact details? Can we have their address? We just want to bless them. We just want to see them. We just want to be with them. Hallelujah. Why? Because God's vintage time has brought remembrance upon your life. Hallelujah. That's my message for you. That God's prime time is about remembrance. And that's why Jesus was teaching here about this man that planted a vineyard. And they set a hedge around it. And one more word. When the prime time has arrived, know that you are protected. When the prime time has arrived, know that you are covered by God's grace. When the vintage time is here, know that nothing will touch you. Nothing will harm you. Nothing will hurt you because God has shown up in your situation. Let me pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I, I thank you and I bless you. I thank you because you are kind. I bless you because there is no one like you. My life is in your hands, O oh Father. My destiny is in your hands, O oh Father. My future, my family is in your hands, O oh God. There is nothing I can do without you, Jesus. I cannot be without you, Jesus. Lord, you know me as Tadala, your son. And I love you for that, O oh God. I thank you that, Lord, I am a child before you. I am a son before you. I am a servant to you, O oh God, for your people. And I have done, my Father, what you called me to do, to deliver this way to them. And the rest I leave for you, Holy Spirit, that may you help them. The rest I leave for you, Father, that may you remember them according to the word. That the vintage time they have been waiting for has arrived. Lord, you are precious. You are sweet. You are beautiful. You are awesome. You are wonderful. And I adore you, Father. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. If you can, where you are, I want you to shout. Just say, glory, Jesus. Yes, you can do that. Just shout where you are and say, glory, Jesus. Or oh, one more time, where you are, I want you to make a noise and just say, glory, Jesus. Hallelujah. All right. So with that, I have come to the end of the teaching. And I am wishing you a lovely afternoon. I am wishing you a beautiful week. And I declare that what is left of July, you are going to enjoy. What is left of July, it is God's vintage time for your family, for your life, for everything about you. So continue smiling. Continue celebrating. Because God has remembered you. Enjoy and God lift you. Shalom.